A few days ago, Zomato announced that it was stopping its operations in more than 200 cities across the country. The last few months have been quite gloomy for India's largest food delivery platform. A week ago, Zomato also released its financials for the final quarter of last year, and things did not look very good. Its losses shot up by five times to nearly 350 crore rupees. In the same quarter in the previous year, this number was 63 crore rupees only. The company's stock has also declined by 37 percent in the last one year. In fact, for three consecutive days this week, Zomato's shares were in the red. Add to this the multiple top-level exits that the company has been seeing recently, from co-founder Mohit Gupta, who left in November last year, to Gunjan Patidar, the company's chief tech officer, who quit last month. The company saw four higher-ups leave within a span of two months. There was so much being said about this attrition problem in Zomato that CEO Dipinder Goel was forced to address it in an official statement on LinkedIn. Things currently seem a bit shaky for the food tech giant. Even the number of orders declined in the last quarter, and that led to a fall in revenue. A minor fall, but a fall nonetheless. The number of new users who order at least once a year also fell. From 23.6 million in 2021, it fell to 23 million in 2022. Now, all of this is a bit troubling, but there is something more in these numbers that could actually be a ray of hope for Zomato in these bleak times. Welcome to Daybreak, a business podcast from the Ken. I'm your host Nikda Sharma, and I don't chase the news cycle. Instead. Thrice a week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, I will come to you with one business story that is worth understanding and worth your time. Today is Friday, the seventeenth of February. Let me begin by taking you back to some of the things that Zomato has tried to do in order to expand its business and how these things actually panned out. In 2017, Zomato launched its flagship loyalty program called Zomato Gold. In the next five years, it went through all the ups and downs you could ever imagine. It was scaled back and then rebranded as Zomato Pro, and then scaled back again and finally shut down. And then just last month. It relaunched again. Last week, when the company released its financials, it said that this loyalty program, Zomato Gold, onboarded almost nine lakh members within a span of a month. In his letter to shareholders, CEO Dipinder Goel said, and I'm quoting: "The new Gold program is built on top of what we have learned over the last few years, iterating on feedback that we have received from customers, restaurant partners, as well as investors." We think that the new program is more sustainable for customers, restaurant partners, as well as our profits and losses. We expect this program to drive loyalty and higher frequency of ordering going forward. End quote. Now, please note the use of the words loyalty and frequency in Goel's statement. 
This is because it has something to do with the glimmer of hope that is there for Zomato. I'll come back to it later. One of the main issues with Zomato's loyalty program was how unhappy it made its restaurant partners. This was because of the heavy discounts that the membership was offering to customers on behalf of these restaurants. So in 2019, nearly 2,000 restaurants across the country joined the hashtag logout campaign. This was meant to be a signal of their withdrawal from the Zomato Gold program. Among the other things that it tried, Zomato also expanded into multiple countries in the Middle East, Europe and Africa. But none of these businesses saw success. In 2020, when COVID hit the world, Zomato also decided to try its hands at the grocery business. That did not work out as well. It also created a nutrition supplement business. Again, did not work out. And then there is the Blinkit acquisition, which has raised many questions. In fact, ever since it went public, Zomato's stock price is down by more than 50%. So now, after listening to me tell you about all of Zomato's troubles, you're probably thinking, how can there even be a silver lining in all of this, right? Well, it turns out there is. To find out, stay tuned. Remember I told you earlier that the number of orders on Zomato fell in the last quarter? Now, it is a problem for sure, but there is more to it. The Ken's deputy editor Sita Raman ji wrote about it recently in his newsletter Trade Tricks. He says that the decline in orders is the result of a shift in something that is more fundamental, which is Zomato's user base. In the December quarter, Zomato's average monthly transacting users fell to 17.4 million from 17.5 million in the previous quarter. And this fall is not just limited to those who ordered food on Zomato at least once a month. Even the number of new users who order at least once a year fell from 23.6 million in 2021 to 23 million in 2022. But there is still light at the end of the tunnel for Zomato. because there is one important number that is actually looking pretty good remember what dipinder goel said in his recent statement about the relaunch of zomato gold he had said and i'm quoting again we expect this program to drive loyalty and higher frequency of ordering going forward end quote now as it turns out the number of users who place more than 50 orders in a year shot up by 50% in 2022 and what does that mean zomato's loyal customers are on the rise and they may not make up a big chunk of zomato's total users but they are really helping drive up the number of orders for the company and that is quite something to help you understand why i'm going to refer to something that the ken ceo praveen gopalakrishnan had written about internet users in india Two years ago, he had basically done a numerical breakdown of India's internet consumers, and he came to the conclusion that if you want to make money in India as an online business, your market size at the outer limit is somewhere around seventy million users. Now imagine these users in the form of a pyramid. 
The base of the pyramid is made up of around 40 million of these users. These are the entry-level shoppers who almost never buy anything online. Maybe once a year for something really important like a phone because it is on discount. These are people who are extremely price sensitive and they will think twice before paying for delivery even. Then there are the occasional shoppers in the middle of the pyramid, about 20 million in number. Think of parents who will only order from Zomato on birthdays or anniversaries or other special occasions. And then right on top of the pyramid, we have what Praveen calls the California users. These are the ones who are turning out to be the saving grace for Zomato right now. There are around 10 million such users in the country. And who are they? They are people who shop for almost everything online. Turns out I am one of them too. Maybe you are as well. These are people who buy everything through the internet. From products to groceries to food, these are people who have OTT subscriptions. These are the people with the highest spending power. And as it turns out, these are the kind of customers that all internet-based companies are fighting for. And they may make up a small portion of the pyramid, but according to one founder that Praveen spoke to, they account for nearly 40% of the money spent by this pyramid of 70 million users. The reason why everyone is fighting for the same users on top of the pyramid is because the users at the base of the pyramid are not growing as fast as they should. So according to the latest numbers, it seems that somehow Zomato is already appealing to this category of California users. And that, my friends, is the silver lining for Zomato. These frequent customers now command a bigger proportion of Zomato's annual transacting users when compared to 2021. It is these customers who are helping prop up Zomato's food delivery GOV or gross order value and revenue. And even if the company is struggling to add new users at the same pace as before, Zomato has every reason to be happy that more of its revenue is coming from a loyal customer base. But again, it should not bask in this glory for too long. Daybreak is produced from the newsroom of The Ken, India's first subscriber-focused business news platform. What you're listening to is just a small sample of our subscriber-only offerings. A full subscription unlocks daily long-form feature stories, newsletters, subscriber-only apps, and podcast extras. Head to theken.com and click on the red subscribe button on the top of the website. I am Snigdha Sharma, your host, and today's episode was edited by my colleague Rajiv Sien.